Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, each Kellogg's pet, the Super Serial. Super, as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the Super Cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Today, Superman accused by the FBI and military intelligence of sponsoring a new and secret aerial rocket that threatens world peace, explains his connection with the mysterious spaceship by revealing the strange story of how he came to Earth. To provide escape for the people of Krypton from what he knew was certain doom, my father, Jorel conceived the idea and design for a spaceship capable of interplanetary travel. Well, why didn't his people take advantage of that, Superman? Because they didn't believe him, Colonel Reed. The governing council mocked him and laughed when he pleaded with them to let him build a spaceship large enough to transport the entire population of Krypton to Earth. So he left the council meeting in the Temple of Wisdom, determined to save at least three lives. Mine, my mother's, and his own. As for the others, all he could say was, May God have mercy on their souls. Now, before another minute passes, let's get the latest angle from a new quarter. Tonight, we're happy to have John Cuthbert, Eastern Representative of the National Safety Council, as our guest. Mr. Cuthbert, I understand you have some good news for Superman, who is here to meet you right now. <clears throat> yes, indeed I have, Mr. Paul. About a year ago, Superman, through the courtesy of Kellogg's Pep, contributed his services to the Green Cross for Safety, made a series of transcribed radio announcements on child safety. These announcements were so good that, to date, 441 radio stations have given free time to them. Undoubtedly, they've helped save many a life. And so, I'm happy to present this award of merit for exceptional service to safety to you, Superman. Right now... Thousands of safety leaders throughout the nation are planning to tackle the accident problem again at our 35th National Safety Congress in Chicago next week. Thanks for a super job, Superman. Thank you, Mr. Cuthbert. We're glad to have been of help to the National Safety Council in its fine work. And I hope the Council's 35th Congress will be a big success. I know our listeners will pass along the word to be careful crossing streets, to be careful getting on buses or trains, and always play safe. <laughs> Adventures of Superman! Answering a warrant for his arrest on charges of treason against national security, Superman learned from Colonel Reed of military intelligence that an attempt was being made to sell a foreign nation a new and startling aerial rocket known as the Superman Rocket. At first denying any connection with the rocket, the Man of Steel suddenly remembered something. Yes, Colonel Reed, you're right. I did have something to do with the Superman Rocket. To explain his startling statement, Superman was forced to tell the story of how he came to Earth from the planet Krypton. Convinced that Krypton's destruction was imminent, Jor-El, my father, left the Temple of Zim and hurried to the terrace of our hilltop home and laboratory and set feverishly to work on the steel model of a small spaceship or aerial rocket which he planned to use in a test flight. Time was short, as he alone knew. A matter of days, possibly only hours. Driving home the last rivet, he stepped back to examine the bullet-shaped rocket only to discover Lara, my mother, standing behind him. Lara, I didn't hear you come out. You were too intent on your work. 
What did the council say, Dorel? They laughed at me, Laura. Marked me for a fool. A fool? Yes. But no matter. The model is finished now. Tomorrow at dawn, I'll send it on its way and watch its flight through the high-powered telescope on the observatory roof. Once I've proved to myself that it will work, I'll begin building one large enough to carry all three of us to the planet Earth. Jorel, you have often spoken of this planet you call Earth, but never have you described it to me. What is it like? Well, it's a planet similar to our own in many respects, except that it is inhabited by a race of people much inferior to us. Inferior? What do you mean, Jorel? Earthmen are weak, Lara. For instance, we cover a distance of many miles with one step. An Earthman's step is only three feet. How queer. What else, Joriel? Well, Earthmen do not always live in harmony. They sometimes wage what is known as war. War? I do not know the word. No, and better that you never knew it. It is a wicked thing. When war is waged, Earthmen destroy one another. How horrible. And is this the place you plan to take us? There is no choice, Lara. Of all the planets, only the Earth has an atmosphere similar to our own. It is the only other planet on which we can live. Lara, something wrong? I don't know. I I feel faint. It seems to have grown oppressively hot. Is that because we're being drawn closer to the sun, Jorel? Yes. Oh. There's a strange glow in the western sky. I don't like it. Where is Khalil? Asleep. I had quite a time with him. He was restless all afternoon. Jorel, what was that? An internal quake. Bad one. Jorel, the house is shaking. It may pass over. You'd uh, you'd better go in. No, my place is with you. Jorel, look. The sky, it's dark. <laughs> Lara, listen to me. This is the end. Krypton is breaking apart. What can we do, Jorel? Nothing. I was a fool to wait this long. It wasn't your fault, Jorel. The council... I should have built a spaceship large enough for all of us months ago. Now we've only a small model. But wait. It can carry one of us to safety. You, Lara. No. If only one of us can be saved, it should be our son. I'll get him. No, Lara. Lara, come back. Perhaps she's right. It should be the boy. Now, if I can only get this atomic generator working, build up enough pressure. There. Joel! Here he is. Still to sleep. I'll open the door. Now, put him inside. Gently. Joel, are you sure this is the end? Hurry, Lara. He's injured. Good. Now stand back, Lara. The pressure's building up. How long will it take? I don't know. Look! The Temple of Wisdom is on fire. The towers are crumbling. Come close to me, Lara. The end is not far off. The mountains are breaking apart. Jorah, pressure. What's happening? Building up slowly. We, we may be too late. If it doesn't happen soon. <laughs> Lara! It's gone. Our son. Our son is on his way to Earth. So, Colonel Reed, the tiny rocket shot through space, heading toward Earth and leaving the glowing fragments of the exploded planet Krypton behind it. It's an amazing story, Superman. Simply amazing. Uh, Did the rocket reach the Earth? If it hadn't, I wouldn't be here. Oh, oh, of course. How stupid of me. It landed in an Iowa cornfield. When it struck the ground, it burst into flames. The infant inside the rocket was rescued by a farmer and his wife. That infant, of course, was you. That's right. I was raised by that farmer and his wife, whose name, of course, I cannot tell you. They have both since passed on. 
But somewhere on their farm, I seem to remember having seen the charred and twisted shell of the rocket that brought me to Earth. The Superman rocket. Is that the rocket you referred to when you said you did have something to do with a rocket? Yes. Certainly, if it transported me millions of miles through space, the design of it should be of value. Oh, there's no question about that. Only I'm afraid we're too late. Why? That letter I mentioned, the letter to a foreign agent offering the rocket for sale... Yes? ...it stated definitely that the rocket was based on the design of one originally owned by Superman. Evidently, someone else knew about the original rocket. But I don't see how that's possible. The people who brought me up never breathed a word of my origin. However, there's one good way to find out. Hmm? What's that? I'll go back to the farm and search it. I'll go with you. No, no, you better let me handle this alone. It's almost noon. I'll be back here before dark. Well, that's impossible. You said the farm's in Iowa. Why, even by plane... You're forgetting something, Colonel. Mm, what? I'm Superman, remember? Of course. There I go again. However, there is one difficulty. Mm, what's that? Well, I'm still under arrest. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll have the warrant canceled. It never should have been issued in the first place. Thank you. Well, the sooner I get going, the better. I'll walk you to the elevator. I prefer the window, if you don't mind. You... You mean you're going to... Just watch. I'll either be back with the model of that rocket, Colonel, or information as to what happened to it. So long. So long, Superman. And good luck. Thanks. Up and away! <laughs> Leaping out the open window, the man of steel wings high above the city of Washington and red tape streaming in the wind, heads west for the rolling farmland of Iowa, unaware that many days will pass before he returns with anything, let alone the Superman rocket. In fact, there is danger ahead not only for himself but for everyone connected with him. We'll learn more about it in just a moment, so keep listening. Not a whole lot of you are taking music lessons. And if you are, you know what a minor key is. It sounds unhappy like this. And that's just the way you'll feel in the morning if you have to eat a breakfast that doesn't click in the taste department. You drag yourself downstairs to the table. But what a difference when you eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Why, Pep's such fun to eat that it makes you more fun. When you've got Pep waiting for you, then you change to a major key, a cheerful key, right off. Down the stairs you go in a hurry. And hop into your chair. You wrap yourself around a big bowl full of pep, a Superman helping. You taste those crunchy flakes of good whole wheat, all golden in milk and sparkling with sugar. Of course, you don't eat too fast because you want to catch all the sweetness and swell flavor in every single spoonful. So start every day with Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. And now here's an important announcement for you. On Friday, day after tomorrow, the Kellogg Company is going to have a sensational offer for all of you. It's a special something for you that's right in line with the adventures of Superman. So listen tomorrow for more details. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Superman, now in the guise of Clark Kent, a mild-mannered and bespectacled young man, is approaching a dilapidated, weather-beaten farmhouse set back some distance from the road in the Iowa corn country. A few dirty, straggly chickens are pecking in the yard. And a thin, unhappy-looking cow, fly-ridden and mangy, is tethered to a rope too short to reach a patch of green clover, and as a result is mooing pitifully. As Kent enters the yard, the front door of the farmhouse opens and a man steps out. He's carrying a shotgun. Raising it, he levels it at Kent. Get off this property before I fill you full of bucks, sir. Now, just a minute, mister. All I want is... I know to... what you want. You ain't gonna get it, so get moving. Oh, you got me wrong. I used to live... You heard what I said. Get moving, get moving fast. Now, Three what... is the most I feel like counting today. When I get done counting the day out of that gate, I blow your head off. Please, listen to me. One. I used to live on this farm. Two. My name is Kent. Three. 
raising the shotgun the farmer sights along the double barrels, his finger curling around one of the triggers. What will happen? It's anybody's guess, but take my word for it. Plenty happens in tomorrow's tense and exciting episode of The Lost Rocket. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, how'd you like Harold Teen and Lillums or the Gumps tattooed on your shirt or blouse or jacket? Easy? You bet. They're color transfers, and you get them only as a prize with Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. Just press on with a hot iron, and they're on to stay through lots of washings. Fun to wear. No wonder they're the fad. Six famous comic characters in this new series, each almost four inches high. You'll want them all. So get started right away. Just look for your prize in every package of Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. That's Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the world's largest network, the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs>